What is up, everyone? Uh, wow, sometimes I'm podcasting. It's just, that's, that's all I'll say. A lot of technical issues the last couple of days, but here, here we are. We're together again. I'm happy to be with you. I'm Jeff from Jeff Needs Sports. This is OTBN 365. Uh, thanks for everybody that watches, listens, likes, subscribes, shares, reviews. Yeah, you're all great, and y'all, uh, y'all make the off the ball network engine run. So uh, let's just get to it. Uh, you know, the NBA is you know as the finals are heating up. Uh, the NBA, um, you know, is, is actually winding down. So only one game last night, uh, and it was uh, it was interesting. So the Celtics and Heat playing in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals last night. Um, you know, just well, they announced Marcus Smart, one of the Celtics starters, is announced out for yesterday. And then only a few hours before the game, Al Horford has been a really important piece, you know, of the puzzle so far, and a, and a veteran and a, and a great presence on the team. Uh, goes into health and safety protocols. You know, we know what that means. And so all of a sudden he's out. So now they're down two, you know, key players. The Celtics are, they go into the game. Uh, first half goes, goes, goes pretty good. You're like, okay, we got a game here. Celtics look good. Um, you know, they're, they, if they can get, if they can get through this, you know, obviously everybody's thinking, you know, the, the, the heat are in trouble. So, you know, first, first half goes as planned. And then, the beginning of the second half or is the story. The, you know, the second quarter particular is the story. So the Celtics at halftime are up eight. They lose the third quarter by 25 points. They come out. They can't score. They're turning the ball over. The Heat take advantage of every mistake. And the next thing you know, they, they lose the third quarter by 25 points. And the game is essentially over. They, they made a, a bit of a run in the fourth. Jason Tatum kind of disappeared in the second half, which is very, very, very odd. But um, as uh, Pat from Say It Out Loud Sports brought up, you know, if we're going to criticize Chris Paul and James Harden and these other stars for when they kind of vanish in the, in the big moments, we we got to at least bring up the fact that Tatum had some issues in the second half of this basketball game. And and no, he, obviously he's earned enough, you know, um, credit during this run to where equity is what I'm looking for. He's got enough equity build up that we're not going to get too excited about about one half, but it wouldn't, it, it would, it would be unfair and it would be disingenuous if we didn't bring up the fact that uh, I think he went one for seven in the second half. I think he had seven turnovers in the third quarter alone, just crazy, you know, and, and a lot of it was Jimmy Butler, you know, Jimmy Butler last night, just, he just had one of those games. We've talked about it. He, he just, he's a fierce competitor. He just, he kind of has figured out playoff basketball at, at his, you know, the way he's going to play it. Uh, he's done a great job. 41 points last night, nine rebounds, five assists, 12 for 19 shooting, though. Uh, that's that's incredible. Um, th- that's just backbreaking. No three-pointers. So in this day and age, a guy had 41 points against you, and he didn't he didn't make threes. That's uh that's a big deal in today's basketball. He was just a lot. He was he was ready to go, he was pumped up. Was it because you know the Heat had you know, almost a week of rest, and you got the Celtics coming off a you know a, a tough series in a game seven two days ago? Probably. I mean, all the all these things are a factor. Is not having Horford and Smart a factor? Absolutely, not having two good players is a factor. But that's what what I what Jimmy did. Obviously, was said, "Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. We have to win this game. We have every advantage. We absolutely the Heat had to win this game. If they don't win if they don't win this game one with in these circumstances, they're not winning the series. So they came out and did exactly what they need to do. Like I said, they were down eight at half. It's not like they they this wasn't a blowout. They didn't blow their doors off." But uh, that third quarter was amazing. You know, 
obviously the energy level was was more from the rest. You know, Selby Smith's players, the whole deal. But you know, that's all you can do is play the game that's in front of you. Does this mean much for the whole series going forward? I don't think it means that the Celtics are in trouble, that the Celtics are buried, anything like that. But what it does mean, plain and simple, and you know, I say this a lot on my shows, and it sounds silly, but the fact of the matter is, it means that the Heat have won a game. You're only you're only playing best of seven. The Heat have one. They have one in their pocket. The Celtics have to win four out of six now against the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Can they? Absolutely. But would you rather win, you know, three out of six? Of course you would. So the Heat are in, you know, the driver's seat of the series until they lose a game. And, you know, and they have game seven at home. So they, you know, they held home court, they, you know, they got the victory. It, it's uh, it was, a, it was a great night for Miami heat and Miami heat fans. Does, uh, am I burying the Celtics? Absolutely not. They're still my pick to win the NBA championship, but um, you know, great performance by Jimmy Butler and the guys last night. And and they did, they did exactly what they could do. So before the game last night, they have the NBA draft lottery, which means, you know, that's when they take the uh, the teams that didn't make the playoffs. Uh, you essentially you give them ping pong balls. And you pick out you know in a in a wheel. You spin it like a lottery. You pull out the you know ping pong balls, and, and then you decide who the order of the NBA draft and it's weighted and all that. We won't get into a lot of it because basically I don't care about it. But uh, if it matters to anybody, the Orlando Magic have the number one pick in the 2022 NBA draft. My draft guys over at Off the Ball Network can tell you if that's good, bad, who they're going to pick, prospects, break it down. They you know, do a great job of it. I personally don't know that. I'm not a college basketball uh, analyst. I watch, you know, I watch the tournament. Um, I kind of know who's good, but I, I could not tell you who the best players are in Europe, uh, Africa, or you know, America, any, anything. So uh, it, it, it means zero to me, and it doesn't have a huge effect. I mean, if you look at who, who's left in the series – None of these teams had the, you know, none of the, none of these teams' number one overall pick is the reason that they're still left in the playoffs. So it it is what it is. If you're Orlando, sure you want it. Uh, is it going to matter? Probably not. So there there you go. That's the NBA draft lottery take. It it happened. It's a thing that happened. Uh, I'm not against it. I'm not for it. I just really it just happened. Yeah, it's fine. It's over. So then we got uh, had a couple of NHL games last night. Um, you know, it's a little easier for Jeff now. Because he's he got rid of half the teams, so I can I can focus a little more um, when I'm kind of catching up. So the Avalanche and the, and the Lightning won their game ones last night. Avalanche looked like, I, as far as I can tell, they might be the they might be the favorite right now. Of course, the Lightning are defending champs. You know they they got a great history, so they both won their game ones. So that's all I can say is that. You know, we, we know they're going to game seven. Like, let's just fast forward a week and a half. These All these series are going to go to game seven again. I have no doubts. It's the NHL. They're doing great as usual. But uh, uh, I'm kind of just leaning avalanche. I just got this weird av- avalanche uh, tinge. But they, I could change tomorrow. We'll see. I, I couldn't tell you a, a player's name on the avalanche, but I'm sure they have some, some really good ones. I'm confident in it. Confident the avalanche have good hockey players. There's my, there's my, there's Jeff's hockey take for the day there's my expert analyst i think the colorado avalanche have some good hockey players how about that that, that'll make a headline um so that was cool so something else that happened real quick talk about yesterday it was brought up since we got a little little time here with the nba playoffs kind of winding down uh the ohio high i'm i'm you know i'm based in ohio most of you know a lot of you guys know that obviously do the high state stuff i know a lot of people so 
this uh, this this came across my uh, desk yesterday. The Ohio High School Athletic Association votes down uh, any kind of NIL deal for their amateur athletes, essentially saying you cannot sign any NIL deals. If you do, you lose your eligibility to play high school sports in the state of Ohio. Um, you know, on a side, you know, the, the first thing I'll say is I, I think I kind of agree with this. I, I don't have I don't have a big problem with this. I I see I see the problems with it, but imme- my immediate reaction is if you if you had to force me to vote, I can probably see why they voted no. Um, you know, I don't know the whole details, but the 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 other side of this coin is not every state has voted this down. Like I think it's just our gut reaction that we're like, yeah, I'm sure every state says no and wait till you're in college to make money, which is a crazy thing to say now. I don't want to get I don't want to get off on a four hour show about the NIL, but that's a crazy for any of you new listeners who don't know me, totally support the NIL. It's been way too long. I'm not a fan of um, controlling what college players do and what humans do for that matter. So anyway, so what the thing about this is, though, not every state has voted it down. So there are some states out there and some major states like California is one that they do allow high school players to sign NIL deals. Now, what this means going forward, I don't really know. It's just a question that popped in my head. But then I'm like, I don't know if you're if you're a kid that lives, you know, near California and you're going to be a superstar athlete, everybody knows, like, let's say when Quinn Ewers was in high school or oh, this Manning, the Manning uh, kid that's coming up. Everybody knows he's a star. You know, what if another, you know, what if this opens up to where like, hey, I'm going to move, you know, to another state and play my senior season for a team. And just so happens that that team in that town, there's a, you know, a sandwich shop that's going to pay me $300,000. I mean, that opens this up. I'm not saying I'm against it for it, whatever. But I just, it opens up the possibility of now or, or, you know, there's a crosstown school that maybe, you know, a, a guy really wants that team to win a championship. Now, all of a sudden, he needs somebody to to speak up on his um, car dealership. So now maybe a kid transfers high schools. You know, it opens these things up when it's not across the board. So that I thought the most interesting part wasn't that Ohio was another state that voted it down. I think it's interesting that every state hasn't. That's what makes it really interesting. And it's going to be very interesting to watch how this goes forward in the future. This is all, I mean, this is all coming, you know, lightning fast. Nobody was prepared for it. That's been my biggest thing. My real quick take is my biggest thing is that the powers that be that held the NIL down for all these years, that controlled the players for all these years, did not put a plan in place for the day that the Supreme Court was like, yeah, of course you can't tell these guys what to do and gals what to do. Of course they can make money off their own likeness. They had no plan in place, and now it's the Wild West, and they're whining about it. And then, of course, the way how they how do they defend it? Oh, it's going to ruin. It's going to ruin what you like. It's going to ruin what you like. You know that's what they say, but they don't have an actual answer. They just keep telling us like, oh, it's just going to ruin it. And well, well, why? What's give it? Give us more information. I just, just trust me. It's going to ruin it. That was the problem. They weren't prepared. They had all this time. They made all this money off the athletes, and you know, and and now it's backfiring on them. So it's interesting. Just something, something to follow. Something I thought about going forward. So, yeah, I know it's kind of a. It was a brief show today. Um, it took it. It took me longer to get prepared for the show than ever. It was. It was really something. Um, computers and humans still had not reached have reached that bond. I feel like I might have started I might have started Skynet. I feel like the computers are taking over today and they're going to chase Jeff down. 
in the streets. It's, uh, it's, it's been, it's been a battle. So that being said, uh, thanks guys for watching, listening, go to, you know, go check, check out the off the ball network, all the guys over there doing some great stuff. Uh, we did a great show with up and under podcast with Francis last night. That was a lot of fun. Me and Kenneth, check that out. Be check out, uh, the competitive hedge. He, he does a daily show just like I do. And lean, you know, does these recaps and stuff, but lean towards some really good sports betting, has good success lately. So check Kenneth out over there too. So thanks everyone for listening. This was OTBN 365 for May 18th, 2022. I'm Jeff from Jeff Needs Sports, and I am out.